we don't often hear the real stories of young people who are going through so-called transitions. And I was recently written to by a young individual who is De, who has detransitioned. And I don't know if this is a boy or a girl. They're sharing their story, hence the um, gender neutral language, because I don't know, and that's appropriate in this context. This is what was written to me. It's not too different, that is this experience, from the usual detrans story, where I was looking for anything to point at to blame for a general feeling of depression I had and falling into the idea that there are some signs, quote unquote signs, that every one who is trans has. So this person starts by writing me saying, my story is the same as many people. I was looking for something or someone to blame, but I was actually struggling with depression. And in the midst of that, I was looking for some called of some kind of quote signs that would say, oh yeah, I'm actually the opposite sex. And you see the transgender community tries to find signs of self-doubt or discouragement that many young people already experience, but especially if someone who's starting to experience a gender dysphoria probably has experience, but that doesn't mean that they're transgender or the opposite sex. This person went on to write to me saying, gendering behaviors when they didn't need to be and surrounding yourself with people who do the same, said all these things led to have led this individual to have more doubts about what I was doing as far as nine months into hormones. But this person said, I got pushed to keep going by some people instead of going to get mental help. So nine months into doing hormones, when this person's already having doubt about quote unquote transitioning, this person was surrounded by pro-transgender individuals and these people were encouraging them to continue with cross-sex hormones instead of getting the mental help that was needed. But here's the good news. This person has detransitioned. It started in part with a panic attack that really showed how bad the mental state was. This person decided to pray and give God and church another try, started to receive helpful therapy and through church prayer and and therapy has detransitioned. And I share this story to you, with you because I hear from so many parents whose kids are struggling with transgenderism. I hear from young people who are detransitioning, and these are the real raw stories that no one's telling the truth about. When I was getting to talk to this person this week, I encouraged this individual to go to confession regularly. You know, this battle circling around sexuality and gender identity is a physical, mental, spiritual, psychological battle. And we need all sides covered. Mental health and therapy is important. Prayer and church is important. Going to confession, even if you don't have, and this is for anyone who's struggling with anything, not just someone who's struggling with gender dysphoria, but going to confession, even when you don't have a mortal sin for your smaller venial sins, helps in pouring an abundance of graces down upon you. Graces, sanctifying graces that we need to fortify us and protect us in the culture and the world we live in and in the midst of the weaknesses that we have and are striving to overcome. And so if you're struggling or if you know someone who's struggling with gender dysphoria, Help them in turning to God in prayer. Help them in getting the true mental help resources and therapists that will help them, that won't encourage them to transition to the opposite sex and engage in harmful chest biting, cross-sex hormones, or 
what isn't even possible, so-called sex changes, it's not possible to change your sex. You can manipulate matter, you can't change reality. So this is the truth that matters. And just a couple thoughts that I think are really important when we're sharing stories like this. Transitioning to the opposite sex does not make anyone happier. It actually, did you know this? It increases the likelihood to commit suicide. Now, I know that the pro-transgender movement is trying to say otherwise, claiming that people will be suicidal or be bullied and it's a stigma and that's why they're experiencing suicide. That's actually not the truth. And some of the longest studies done and most comprehensive studies that have been done, and by the way, they're never in the United States, but in other countries such as Sweden and the Netherlands, what they've shown time and time again is that when there is actually some follow-up, not just a year, not just a couple months, and not even not just five years after a so-called sex change surgery, you can't change your sex, not possible, or after cross-sex hormones, what they see is is that while the first couple years tend to be the so-called honeymoon phase, moving past the first couple years, especially getting into years five, six, seven, eight, nine, this is where you start to see the suicide rate increase. And the reality is, is that people who have gone through with a so-called gender reassignment surgery or sex change surgery, whatever you want to call it, it's not possible. You can manipulate matter. You can't change reality. Those individuals who go through with this experience a suicide rate that is 20 times higher than their peers. It's been made very clear that people who suffer from gender dysphoria have other mental illness diagnoses along with and preceding gender dysphoria. It could be anxiety. It could be depression. As I shared with a young individual who wrote to me this past week, this person was struggling with depression and needed to be treated for depression before this person ever should have received cross-sex hormones. And we need to tell the truth and help other